Hey everyone, it's Dorian Black and Ari Hart, and we are back with another episode of EGAT. Everyone gets a turn the mm-hmm. podcast where we talk about everything about life, about yes. love, about everything. getting your turn. Mm, we going okay. I had to get deep on them a little bit, Here like because y'all be forgetting what the meaning of this podcast means. Yes, and sometimes we gotta remind them, like. You gonna get your turn. Period. She might Good or get bad. her turn. Good or bad or otherwise. Mm. You gonna get it. Period. Boom. That was a good intro. Yeah, it was. I was feeling that. <laughs> but we're gonna get into this week's episode. We're gonna start off first, of course, with our what the hell happened segment. And yeah, how was your week? My week was chilling, you mm-hmm. know, work as normal. Um, and I don't know if you guys heard, the Saint no longer sells the beautiful tacos. Me and my friend, we went on Friday. And I already knew about this prior because our friend Imani was talking about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she was even saying, like, they were replacing the tacos with fried dumplings. And we were just, like, out of all the things. And it's so funny because my friend Didi was, like, so upset. She was, like, you could have replaced it with wings. Mm. You could have replaced it with anything. But fried dumplings? Like, who's, who's craving it when they're drunk and they about to go home and eat? Like... But literally, the uh, food truck is up the street, the same people that was vending out of them. So, mm-hmm. it's not like you really got to venture far to get the tacos. They're still, like, literally right there, like, next to Teasers. That's the pizza place that they sell them out. But, yeah. Ta- uh, same, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing with the tacos. That was, like, the guaranteed thing for, like, the night. Like, that's kind of, like, the only reason why I went to the sink. Because I knew I was going to get some bomb-ass tacos. tacos. I don't know. Like, what is y'all doing? And then y'all drinks is already right, uh, priced, but, yeah. It's still, still a good time, don't get me wrong, but the tacos mm-hmm. was, like she said, really bringing the, the customers. customers. Right. So, and like, we asked the guy at the truck, we don't know if, like I said, I don't know if he said the kitchen caught fire or they got fired. I wasn't really able to catch it, but it was one of those. Mm-hmm. My friend said, the man said the kitchen caught on fire. So, I don't know. I didn't drink that much, but for some reason, I didn't quite catch it. I but. hope not. They need to bring it Shabak. Do you yeah. have like a, a hangover food that's like go-to when you're drunk? you like, I need to have this. This isn't like the hangover packet for you. Mm. I don't, but I do have like, you know, my little normal spots that I might gravitate like mm-hmm. Saint Tacos. Mm-hmm. Well, no longer Saint Tacos, but tacos that are around the Saint. And then I do love Oregon Diner. Their diner food is bomb. Like I don't, in South Philly, I don't know if you guys ever been, but that's where I love to go. And then Checkers, I think, is a good place because them apple pies be hitting when you're drunk. Mm. You know, um, McDonald's don't really be hitting for me when I'm drunk. You know what? I feel like Chick-fil-A would really hit if they was open at late. You know Chick-fil-A don't play that. They ass be in the bed. Shit. Praying. They do. Like, for the next day. Them are out getting twerked, and we are here getting ready for work. Okay. Period. Okay. And you know they ain't open on Sunday, so. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. It's all good. I think for me... My food is Wawa. I feel like it's oh, nothing yeah. like being drunk in a Wawa, stealing. Mm. I you mean, she said stealing, <laughs> stealing, stealing them damn uh, fountain drinks, them uh, expensive ass bags of chips and them tax uh, sodas. Get the but um, a good Wawa. And At I, that time, I'm like, don't workers don't give a fuck. They like, really don't. With the items. They probably like, listen, it's two a.m. I'm ready to go home. My shift was supposed to end like an hour ago. Yeah, I don't want to be y'all here. Y'all ordering all this wild stuff because y'all drunk. Yes, like I can't right. understand you. I didn't call your number thirty times. Period. They, I think yeah, Wawa's good, and I think a good ham and cheese hot pocket. Like, oh, okay, so just, you already have to have that at home. Yeah, like when I come home, you know, pop it in the microwave. 
Mm. Lay on the floor, drunk, eat my hot pocket. This is nothing like that late night drunk, you know what I'm saying? On the floor? Yeah. My mom has felt me on the floor multiple times. Yes. She probably was That's a good girl. night when you come home, you eating, you feeling wavy. You know you had a good night. Yeah, you know it was a lit and it's Oh, night. this is so funny because... I've been really craving going to a college party, right? Really? When I turned 21, 22, I was like, I ain't going to no college parties no more. Like, I'm a grown woman now. Like, what do I look like? But my friend Jody, he lives across the street. From, well, he lives, like, right around Temples. But his apartment is, like, across the street from, like, all the college house parties be happening. Mm-hmm. So every time me and him hang out and we coming out his house, I'm like, yo, we need to go to a college party. So he just sent me a flyer earlier about college party next weekend. So my OS might just be in somebody five dollar college party Those with nineteen and twenty year olds because I legit really want to go to one. I feel like those are the best. Those when you broke, but you still know how to fix up a good look. Right, have a good time still. Hell yeah, like still have some drinks with some cheap alcohol. Right, get there early with that Vladimir mixed in the jungle juice. You know what I'm saying? Like that's really a good solid night. Yeah. Shout out to the college students. Yeah, I don't know why I've been wanting to, but I think. And I told Didi, and she's like, yo, let's go. Like, because, like, I've been missing the good old times. Oh, shout out to college students. Yeah. What about your week? Um, It's been pretty blah. Um, The most exciting thing I did was probably go to dinner. And, yeah, that's it. I've been really, like, stagnant, just trying to stack my paper. Um, Yeah. But I am looking to try new things. Are you reaching so, any particular goal yet? Have you seen a dent in your savings? Like, you... Getting a goat. Um, um, I want to say a dent. There's a scratch. Okay. The <laughs> progress. Scratch and what are the dent? All right. Okay. You got to graze it a little bit. Right. So, um, but you are seeing some progress. Some progress. Okay. You know, I could see more. Right. But it's no. all about being disciplined. It's all about being disciplined. I definitely blew by these first couple of months, but now I'm back on the right track. Mm-hmm. I'm all caught up, and yeah, I'm doing the right thing. I'm being responsible. So. That's all you can try. Shout out to being an adult. Yeah. Because it sucks. Yeah. It does. I agree with her. Don't grow up, kids. At all. Mm. But yeah, we're going to jump into some hot topics. Um, One hot topic that I've been seeing on Twitter, and you've seen it as well, mm-hmm. is the little girl who got her dress cut off. Yeah, by like, I think it was four white kids mm-hmm. held her down. And I think... The first problem with the whole situation was what everybody was saying, like, how they were pitting it in the media. Like, you guys kept saying, oh, four kids did this to another kid. Mm-hmm. No, four white kids. Like, just y'all so quick to say a black kid did something to four white kids. Mm-hmm. Held a black student down and cut her dreads off. This is her hair, her body, her property. Because, and called her nappy-headed. And I just feel like, as a little kid, I don't know what grade she was in, but she was definitely in middle school. And I feel like that's such a terrifying experience not to mention like okay somebody's cutting my hair and this is mine and has mm-hmm. nothing to do with you but being held down by four people and they're doing something to you and you're young like you know for you being you yeah is really crazy that's scary i can't imagine going through something like that especially in that puberty stage where you're still trying to love yourself and right. learn not to let you know hurtful things get to you and for somebody to do that to you like that's a, a really a hate crime like if it i was, was the parent and they weren't advertising they really such. weren't like if i was the parent i would have been like i would press charges mm-hmm. um you know i'm pressing charges just to school because my child has stated that because the little girl did say she was being bullied right. prior 
prior and the school didn't do anything. And I feel like this is the same thing, like, that's happening, especially the little black girls. Like, you see them being bullied, but no one's speaking up on it. Like, and it's really sad. And it's like, it's not getting enough attention that right. it should. Like, the only time we do see it is when on social media. Like, right. and it's really sad. Like, this should be, like, a serious issue. And it's not fair to black girls to have to go through that awkward stage, yet along being called nappy-headed and mm-hmm. stuff by a white person who doesn't understand your culture and who, your identity like that's so unfair and and hopefully she finds comfort and she mm-hmm. finds peace because yeah. that's scary to go through and really sad that they thought that was appropriate to mm-hmm. do to someone right i wonder what their oh. parents have to say like oh billy joe bob isn't racist mm-hmm. they made an honest mistake okay all right i feel like at a certain point, it's not a mistake. Like, you purposely did this to right. hurt another person. Right. It doesn't matter at what age you right. are. Right, because like, I feel like that age bracket, mm-hmm. you're aware. Yeah. Like, you're smart enough to be aware that this is probably not the most appropriate thing to do to somebody. Right. So, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Y'all white kids out here solving equations and getting into horror at two. I'm sure you know that it's not okay to be... Holding kids down and cutting up their hair. Okay. And calling them nappy-headed. Because if we were calling you cavemen, y'all would be crying. Okay. Because Lord knows, black people know how to give a good read. Yes, we do. We be, we be coming for y'all asses and y'all be all, oh, they're racist. No. I'm just reading you the filth. Period. Because mm. y'all not racist when y'all want to say little stuff. Like, this one post I saw a girl say, this isn't racist, but I'm looking for a school for my daughter that has, like, no black kids in it. And the fact that you had to say this is not racist before making your statement, you, you knew, knew that it was clearly not an appropriate statement statement to make. Mm. Says so. I think the thing that I find that's like super racist, especially towards black girls, is when like I see like a white girl on Twitter twerking or something, and they're like, "Oh, black girls, look out! She's coming for you." No, that bitch is not coming, coming for, for me and my ladies, me and my girls. Okay. Yeah. We in here like destiny shouts and all you want, but like there's still things that you can never obtain because you're not a black woman. Okay, so First nobody's of- worried about a little twerking because eventually a good man will realize that twerking is not the end all be all for like a woman that he wants to like make a wife. So niggas who are out here piping y'all up, mm-hmm. they're in the little boy stages of their lives. All right. Okay. Or they do one athletes uh, that i don't I have time for yes like the uh kryptonite for d1 athletes yeah like oh but yes like first of all the reason why that like really irritates me is because i feel like first of all black girls are so magical mm-hmm. we're the motherfucking trendsetters for everything us and black gay men okay y'all want to be us so bad but y'all just don't have it period so you shaking your ass ain't gonna equivalent to what i got all this period you, you don't got nothing against even a black girl who don't have a big ass. Okay. So. Because us with little booties still. Be pulling them. Okay. Still magical. Still a queen. Okay. What's up? You can't compare when you do not compete. Period. Mm. Shout out to my sister. I can't remember her name. But, but I've heard that Yes, the girl, on tw- the girl on Twitter. She be going all period. Um. So what else we got for hot topics? Nicole Murphy was on Wendy Williams. And... I agree with Wendy. Wendy was giving a side eye like, this bitch is lying. And I felt the same way. Um, as you know, she recently got caught up with um, 
what's her the actress Layla Rashawn, a uh, husband who's a producer. You know, the pictures were floating around of them kissing. They were in Italy, and a statement came out that he was a family friend. But then on the Wendy Williams show, she said that it wasn't a family friend, mm-hmm. and the blog site that put it out said that she did, and they had the receipts of the text message saying. Well, her saying it was right. a family friend. And, like, just from watching the interview, it felt like she was lying. Like, she was, like, she kept trying to blame it on social media. Like, social media was out to make her look like a, a man, husband thief. But you can tell it wasn't no more, no remorse. Like, she even looked in the camera and apologized. Because when he was, like, apologize to her if it was really sincere. But I didn't feel the sincereness. Bitch of the week. And we just talked about them on the last episode. I just and she said she apologized to her family and the other person, the Layla's family. But I'm like that still wasn't fair. Like I feel so bad for Layla and everybody was coming at her because you know she gained a lot of weight. But I think that's like a medical condition she yeah. has or something. But that's still no and that's excuse. not no excuse yeah. to be cheating on me. Then if you're unhappy in this marriage, deuces. Okay, kick Don't rocks. cheat on me. Yeah, people are just I don't know, man. Because it's just disgusting. Like, me and my coworker, we went out actually last night. Mm-hmm. So, one of our students invited us to, like, a spoken word thing. We went to that. And my student made the most inappropriate comment. She was like, Miss Her, you know he's married, right? I was like, first, sis, mind your business. Number two, two people of the opposite sex can be well friends without it meaning mm-hmm. something more. Like, me and him, we went to the bar. Then we sat in his car, and he was like smoking a little something and like he has a whole wife mm-hmm. and he's like 28 and I'm 25 like and I felt like that just goes to show like his wife is at home trusting him he's hanging out with a female co-worker and that's all of us, us friends hanging out so right. it's just like I feel like if you you need to be able to have that type of trust in your relationship and if you're in a place where you don't want to if you want to venture out then you need to leave your circumstance yeah right so like hanging out with my co-worker he makes me feel like there's hope for like men because I'm just like he's so nice and faithful from what I can gather from him but it's just like and he's younger so he's not like 45 finally got it together he's 28 Mm -hmm. so I just feel like come on with the mess like you're cheating on your wife and she got a medical condition that's where it gets me fucked up Mm. because I don't know if you guys remember I'm waiting to exhale Angela Bass's character spent a night in a hotel with a married man, but his wife was like dying of cancer or some mm-hmm. shit. And I'm just like, y'all be y'all do us dirty even when we dying. But they didn't have sex. They didn't. But it's I still know, the intimacy. See, yeah. if, if that's even more intimacy, cuddling and talking about stuff. I don't know. See, this makes me like I don't know. If I was a wife, I would be like a fly on the wall, and I don't want to do that. Like it's scary, and it you know I think about that too because I'm just like, all right, like I was at No Two last weekend, and this boy that I went to college with, he's now married, mm-hmm. and he was all up on this girl, like he's grabbing her ass, like dancing with her, and I was just thinking to myself, I'm sure like if his wife were to see this, like I didn't see him kiss anybody or anything like that or change numbers, but you cupping people's asses and dancing on them all aggressively. As my husband, I would not be okay with that. And mm. I was just sitting there thinking, like, she's probably at home thinking he got with the boys, and this is what's happening. It's like, it's, it's being in a relationship, it's being married worth Listen. all that possible headache. Because, mind you, he just got married to this person. So it's not like, you know, they've been in the marriage and it's getting old and crusty. Like, the marriage is fresh as fuck. So. Listen, Mother Beyonce said it best from the Destiny Child era ladies, leave your man at home. The club is full of ballers and their pockets is full grown. 
Girl, do you too, okay? That's where oh, I'm at with it. Like This is hurting me. Do you too. And I'm not saying go on out there and cheat on your man. Right. But you should have a good time. Like, you should not be home wondering and having like, oh, I have to trust my husband. I'm going to trust my husband. I'm going to trust my husband, but I'm going to have a drink. I'm going out. I'm having a good time. And I think right. that's where the connection, like, because men, not even men, I think when you get in a marriage or a relationship, you kind of mm-hmm. get like that stagnant feel. And it's like, uh, we're comfortable. I'm going to just be home and whatever. Right. And people miss that enjoyment of going out and having a good time and enjoying themselves. So, like, you should, you should go out with your yeah. significant other. And I think that, too, I think a lot of people that don't realize, too. like, have, going out to the club with, like, somebody you're dealing with or in a relationship with. It's so fun. It could be a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, me and my friend, like, when we go out, we be having a good time. Like, first of all, we be in the corner laughing at people. We were mean. But we be laughing at people. We just be having drinks. We just be looking around like, yo, what is going on? Like... I prefer to go out with my significant other. Right. Like, it's it's still, like, a good time. And like, it's still a friend. And you know you got a good dick appointment at the end of the night. Period. You know so it's guaranteed. Like... Guaranteed. Like, so, right there. You know, but you should still also have, like, that individuality yeah. and go out with your girlfriends. Like, my coworker, she's married, and she, I think her and her wife have a really good, like, dynamic because they have a healthy amount of apart time from each other, but they also go out and do stuff together. Yeah, because you get overwhelmed with one person every day. Like, not saying it's a bad thing, but sometimes you enjoy other people's conversation. You enjoy hanging out with other people. Like, mm-hmm. and you, should, you shouldn't deprive yourself of that. But mm-hmm. Do we have any other hot topics before we jump into... Yes, the Emmys were last weekend. Um, Jarell Jerome, if you guys know from... Uh, when they see us, yes. won his first Emmy. He's the first Afro Latina to win, and I just say congratulations to him. I think this was He's a wonderful young man. Awesome, his character, his role was moving. I think everybody who saw that film or um, that Netflix series just like knew that his character like topped the yeah. cake. Like his acting was a one, and f- making history at that at such a young age. Like yeah, and he was really good and um. Moonlight, Moonlight too, because mm-hmm. that's the first time I've ever seen him was in Moonlight. I know a lot of people in the black community, especially men, might not have seen that movie, but I think you guys should take a look. It, it won't don't single no men out. Well, because let's be honest, being gay is a very sensitive topic amongst mm-hmm. black men, and that whole movie's about the coming of age story of a black youth mm-hmm. in his sexuality. So. If you do watch it, it's not going to make you gay at all. If anything, I think it would make them more understanding. I, I, I think that's Because there's a strong black male character mm-hmm. who is straight. And he like, is very supportive of this youth mm-hmm. who is trying to come to terms with who he is. So I feel like it'll show you like how you can still love a gay man that's black. And you can mm-hmm. still support him. And that doesn't like at all like attack who you are as a man. Right. So. And your sexuality as well. Right. Um, what else happened at the Emmys? Michelle Williams. So there's a black Michelle Williams, as you guys know, from Destiny Childs. And then there's a mm-hmm. white Michelle Williams, who's an actress who won an Emmy for Best Actress, I believe. Mm-hmm. And her, she gave her a wonderful speech. It was talking about equality and pay and the acting field and the film de- uh, department. And a lot of people were upset about her speech. They didn't think it was appropriate, and they were adding the wrong Michelle Williams. They were adding the black Michelle Williams. And she had to go on a, a video to tell them, like, Yo. I'm black. You know, I, I'm not white. I'm I get not, it that you have the names mixed up. Yes, I haven't won any Emmys. I would like to, but 
I haven't. I'm black. She's white. If you look at my, you know, icon, you my really ABI, the wrong person. I'm a black girl, and I just was cranking up at her video. She went on a spew, and I'm like, I'm not even mad at her, like, because you direct, like, hey. even though she knew that it wasn't for her, like, but yo, you blowing up my stuff, and it's not. Yes, especially with you know a famous person. I know. Because people be coming out, all out, okay, thousands and thousands, hundreds of millions of out of nowhere, don't even know what's going on, and yes. just chiming in. Mm-hmm. So, and Instagram, I need to speak my piece on this. I was oh, hacked. God. I don't appreciate it. Instagram, I think you need to do a better job, okay, of the security on what's going on and what's being sent to me. I still have hundreds of unread messages of people asking me what the f- I was sending to them. I don't know what I was sending because I was hacked. So, to all the listeners and all of our viewers, I am sorry if I sent you anything. It was not me. I was hacked, and I apologize. Damn, that's crazy. Yes. So, <clears throat> so yeah, guys, that was our hot topics, our what the hell happened, and we're going to jump into our discussion. So, I think this is a good discussion to talk about because I feel like everybody that's in our age generation or our age and older, younger is hip to Twitter, and mm-hmm. I feel like... Twitter is, like, the best thing. That's where all the memes come from, all the jokes. Like, black Twitter especially. Well, I don't care if it's on a war show. Mm-hmm. It could be doomsday. We still going to be on there talking and laughing and joking and sending memes. So, yeah. I'm a lover of Twitter as of right now. It's all I... That's, like, my top um, social media outlet as of right now. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think it's probably even for, like, Instagram. But, like, Twitter's just a really great place because it's, like... I feel like it's more intimate... Then Instagram, like, Twitter's, like, you're more so talking and communicating with people that are, like, like-minded like yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's always, like she said, a joke on there. Um, and Black Twitter, in particular, is always getting something popping. It's also always, like, jumping into something wild and be moving fast. Okay. Be move fast. Like, something literally will just come out and it's on Black Twitter. Okay. I haven't... What do you know? Do you know what white Twitter looks like? Like, what is it? Unseasoned or... Um, white Twitter is strange. Have you been on it before? Have you seen it's it? It's come across uh, my Twitter timeline. But it's like uncles and nieces having sex or ghosting. Now, Jesus Christ. If it, if it gets that far, I'm logging off of Twitter. Those should not be crossing my paths. Black Twitter only. I need... I did see something. What was it? I think it was a person having sex with an animal. And we were just like, why would you, white Twitter, put this on our shit? Uh, but it's black Twitter retweeting the shit in our, on our shit. Because so I think, you know what I hate? I hate when people say, if I had to see it, I had to, you got to see, see it. it. Like, no. Don't do that. Don't do Like, that's harassing. That. that really is. And now my fucking day is disturbed. Disturbed. Because yeah. I done seen some shit I've I seen some really see. wild stuff on Twitter. Like, some shit, I'm just like... And I'll be trying to, and I'll be, sometimes when I see something that's so nasty, I get so irritated and I'll report the page. Like, don't, I don't want to see this shit on my stuff. Okay. And then one person, they retweeted, like, the procedure of somebody getting their penis turned into a vagina. Mm. I was like, why would you, why would you put that on my timeline? I don't want to see that. Mm. It looks very painful and it doesn't look like anything that I want to watch. Stop it. Mm. But Black Twitter, oh my God, like, oh, some fine niggas on Black Twitter. Yes, and they need to respond to my uh, retweets, um, my comments. They be having like a thousand something people retweeting stuff. Listen, at Dorian Black on Twitter, 
Holla at your girl. Because I definitely be trying to come at a few guys. They be so cute. And I'll just be like, let me shoot my shot. Have you ever shot your shot on social media? Um, no. I'm not really into shooting shots, as you can see. (laughs) I don't even do that with people that I obviously can tell that there's a chemistry between us. I just don't shoot shots. I'm just a scaredy cat, to be Mm. honest. But I admire a lot of people look really good. And I... And, like, guys be saying, like, oh, girl, they be trying to get your attention by just, like, staring you down. And that's Ariana. Mm. That's what I did. Poor Kofi. He probably got me blocked at this point because... Um, oh, my... I be speaking, at him every other day, like... Oh, my God. Speaking of Kofi, when I was at Pub yesterday, the DJ looks just like him. Mm. The DJ looks just like Kofi. I was like, this nigga is fine. So, I will be going back to Pub, and I will be staring him down. Okay. Coming for you, Kofi Jr. I hope Jody don't hear that. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, no. <laughs> you and my coworkers. Like, every what? day I get to work, my coworkers is like talking about something. Hey, Yvette. I'm mm. like, please don't do that. Jody, mom, Jody. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, me and him. It's an interesting off-camera conversation me and Dorian will have later. The behind the scenes. The behind the scenes. But, um, yeah. White Twitter. You know what I, I do like from um White Twitter? What? The, what's it? The, the drink, the Harucha. Harucha. The girl who be like, um, mm, I can't do it. Oh, like, girl, I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah. I think she's like, she, oh. Yeah, she's like, mm, Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. That is like my favorite meme right yeah. now. Like. Yeah. She's so cute. But I feel like we haven't really got a full taste. Of, of the, white Twitter. Like, we need to make, like, a separate Twitter. Just to Explore. Like, because like, we're only getting, like, a little sprinkle when their memes and stuff get, mm-hmm. like, retweeted on our stuff. Well, we need to fully be immersed to really see what's going on. It's probably a bunch of niggers and... I was just about to say. Blackface and... Oh, my goodness. Vote for Trump. I don't know. We need to become, like, EJT spies and, like, go on to, like... Oh, you know the, the white other Twitter. white Twitter thing I saw? When it was, like, the room full of white girls twerking... And somebody was like, oh, this is what lights be doing. Oh. Because it was like a room full of like maybe 50 plus white girls. And they all didn't have no butts. And they were all Not twerking. the lights. And they was like, this is what it looks like when you spray lights or something. Mm. I was like, y'all wow. Mm. I was like, ah. Yikes. But you know what I do like about um, white Twitter? I feel like their humor is like so raw and uncut. Like, I really be hee hee ha ha. So, what kind of, do you have a joke that like, you can give us? Like, it just be inappropriate. Like, this one guy, I don't know if you remember, it was like this challenge when he was trying to kick the top off the Okay. Um, and he gonna jump on the camera. Like, it was like he was trying to do it, but he kicked the bottle and he had a dildo and jumped on the dildo. Oh, wow. Like, and I was cracking up for like three days straight and then, like, not yeah. the dildo. I feel like Black Twitter's humor is more funny though, because we be literally a, something will literally be out for two minutes and we got like fifty thousand memes for it. Like just like when that whole Philly shooting thing happened, it was all oh, yeah. memes left and right. Like you just get so much information, and then like I think it's just a good place as well to like really say how you feel because I feel like on Twitter you are able to more so have like put your thoughts out there mm-hmm. and people really be able to respond and show you how they're literally having the same exact like you know thinking process just like when they have like all those different like means or threads where like you're about your childhood and you're like yo we all literally oh, live yeah. the same childhood like all of our grandmas had the same kitchen and sofa set or whatever 
So I feel like Black Twitter is so family oriented. oriented. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we're one big family, and people are I feel like a lot more friendly as well on Twitter. Like I feel like. Like, for example, people don't get on Twitter to start no mess. Like, if you want to start a mess, you go into somebody's DMs on Instagram. But Twitter's, like, very, like, positive and, like, we're together mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I can, I definitely can attest to that because I've seen, you know how they have the things? It's like the soca something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, one of them was abortion. It was like, girl, if you're not ready to have that baby, if your baby daddy not ready oh, to yeah, have I that baby. That one. Don't go ahead and get that abortion and don't have that baby. And I'm like, I feel like that was just like, if I was going through something, I would be like, girl, thank you. Right. Planned Parenthood, I'm on the way. Yeah, because sometimes you see stuff on Twitter and you're just like, that really hit home. Okay. And I feel like Twitter is a safe social media, in my opinion, for me to like kind of like take some of the things I see and really think about them. Because I think some of the advice that I see floating around on the timelines do be pretty accurate and do be pretty, like, helpful. Mm -hmm. And I don't really, in my opinion, I haven't really seen, like, a ton of negative things, you know. And I think on Twitter it's a lot easier to just, like, filter what you don't want. Mm -hmm. Like, you have, like, the option to, like, filter in certain words. Then you decide who you follow. Mm. And normally if you follow a certain person, they probably have, like, likeness in the way they think. So, like, they're going to be retweeting things that also pertain to you because y'all are like-minded right so yeah i don't know instagram is kind of like that's just a place you follow every single person you know just so you can have something to watch but twitter's like even if i know you i might not follow you on there because this is like my secret i think the only thing i don't like about that is people can see what i like I don't, I don't like, like that, that either. Like, I like that because I'm trying to save that for later. Right. I might want to use it or s- say something about it. Right. I'm going to save it. I don't want other people but to know see my it. ammo. But, like... Like, people should only be able to see my likes if they personally we, go into them. Why is it saying exactly. hard catcher like this or Dorian Black like this? Like, chill. Nobody... Now, I had somebody say this to me not too long ago. They was like, dang, every time I see go on Twitter, is Dorian Black retweeted this, Dorian Black has retweeted this. But my whole thing is, that's what Twitter is for. for if I like it, I'm like going to retweet it. They was like, I guess I was flooding a timeline. But I like it, so I'm going to retweet it. Like, but, that's what Twitter is for, right? Right. Thank you. They're like, Because oh, if nobody tweet retweets more. or say anything... And I think retweeting is almost like you say something because I retweet that means like I really legit feel Where's the same. From? Right. So you can just imagine this coming out of my mouth. I didn't have to type it. They said it for me. Yes. And that's where I was coming from. They was like, oh, you need to tweet more. But every time I tweet on Twitter, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Like, I don't get no likes, no retweets, no comments. It's still the same three people that oh. comment and say something or like it. And like, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like... I don't want to like. Because somebody always retweet or like you, like okay, somebody follow me, somebody follow me. Let me get one like or retweet. I'm that bitch. Like what? I'm I think, and I think everybody's all had like that one tweet that literally got real far. Like I had one tweet some years ago that reached like a hundred something like re like retweets. I know my friend Sierra has. Like it's just that one time where you really retweet something real good, and then like. Only if your shit is not private. Cause, but mine's is private now, so that won't happen again. Do but you remember what it was? I was saying how, like, pretty much, you know, everybody finishes college at, college at like, their own pace. And, mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't let other people make you feel bad if, you know, school's not for you or if you took five years or more years to graduate. Mm-hmm. And I think, and that, I was in college at the time, and I think a lot of people who I was in college with could really be like, yo, girl, because I'm in school for the fifth year and you know you that you feel bad about that yeah. and so many people retweeted it because i think they just could relate and they were happy to see that 
you know, everybody's just looking for something to help them feel better about their circumstance. So yeah. if you were in college and let's say you were having a hard time to see a tweet like that, you're like, damn, like, I'm not alone. Somebody else is seeing that this is not a big deal for me to be in college for five or six years because people have different circumstances, family mm-hmm. issues, financial, like, it doesn't devalue your degree because it took you longer to get it. Yeah. I think I went viral twice. One was, it was like this video and it was like a hand, it was about consent. It was like a hand and a booby. And it was like, what I say? I was like, yeah, that's right, little brown titty. Don't let nobody touch you. Like, you can look, but you okay. can't touch. And it went viral. Okay. I had to put myself on mute for a little bit. Yeah. And then I think the second time, our friend Tony, he had this thread. And but it was then you like, had, wasn't that Kentucky one you and Monique? Was that viral? No. That was a Twitter beef I was in. Oh, but that wasn't viral. Okay. Yes. And I'll explain that after this but tony he had a threat and it was like yeah um the shoe and a song and i don't know if you guys remember um what's it 3lw and it was like broken promises promises and i put the shoes and the wedges yes and literally it blew up everybody started like picking out shoes that go with a song and then it was on uh the shade room right yes it did make it to the shade room so shout out to tony i was like "Ah, i feel like tony Pretty often, at least once a month, has something yeah. go pretty viral on his stuff. So yeah, he's super like he's really like a comedian. Yeah, and I think Tony has a very creative mind, and like mm-hmm. he just thinks differently. And I'd be like, then I would like for me, I'd be like, I would have never thought so, of having that type either. of thing. Like, but people caught on, and it was fun. Like yeah. I had like a bunch of shoes. Like yeah. I'm like this go with this. Song. I think Tony could end up if not getting into music, like being some sort of like YouTube or Instagram mm-hmm. type of famous, and like those people be making money. They do. So Tony, don't be sleeping on that. Um, EGAT, don't be sleeping on that. Okay. Yeah, that's true too. Um, but yeah, shout out to the good brother Tony. And his creative mind, because that thread was hilarious. Yeah. Like I was rolling on the floor. Like that was a good thread. Um, mm-hmm. my Twitter beef. Okay, so let me explain this to y'all. I was in the Twitter beef with this girl from two girls. One was from Kentucky, and some other was some random bitch from uh, say elsewhere. Shit. Yes. So it was a picture, and it was like all like light skin and white girls and it was like their mugshot but when it came to like the dark skin girl she was like real big and like not as pretty as the other girls and like people were like making fun of it so you know like when you retweet and like have a comment right it's not i'm not saying it to you i'm stating my opinion and i'm like i don't like how y'all demonize black women like this isn't funny and a girl was like girl you act like i made it i said i didn't care if you made it i'm saying i'm saying how i feel like i'm not saying you you did right me and her going back and forth here comes tony and then he started going off he started grinding the girl up and it was a Mexican girl who chimed in and was trying to give her input and I'm like girl you ain't even got no sauce in this so I don't even know why you over here talking about oh it's not that deep y'all always try to y'all always try to what exactly because you don't understand you can't compete where you can't compare right so my friend uh, Tony started saying something about the girl being from Kentucky. He was like, because um, the girl was like, yeah, if you ever land in Kentucky, you can get these Who hands. The fuck is in Kentucky? I'm like, girl, bye. Like, I was laughing at her, like, you're really bugging. So Tony was like, well, we from Philly. Da, 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 da. And then my friend Monifa chimes, and she said, girl, who the fuck is worried about Kentucky unless it's some chicken? I was dying. <laughs> I said, not. 
fucking chicken. Like, we legit... I said no. I was rolling on the fucking floor. We have an anniversary day for that tweet. Because, like, that shit was so funny to me. For her to even say that, it was just like, girl. Not fucking chicken. Chicken. (laughs) But that's true, though. Nobody is worried about Kentucky. Nobody worried about no fucking Kentucky. Nobody even really worried about Kentucky Fried Chicken, if we be honest. Because y'all never got what the fuck nobody asking for. Okay. Y'all losing y'all touch, Kentucky. You letting all these other chicken joints just shit on you. Okay. How y'all let Papa shit on y'all and they telling me to bring a fucking bun with my chicken strips? Oh, God. <coughs> you okay, sis? Need some water? <laughs> the Holy Ghost caught up to me. <clears throat> yeah, so since uh, Dorian's coughing, we're going to take a quick break and go into my segment of the show, Matters of the Heart. Yes, ma'am. Hey guys, so for today's matter of the heart advice, we are going to keep it on the same lines as social media. So often I have conversations with people about like whether or not they should take a break from their social media. So my advice to you, if you're feeling drained from it, is that taking a break isn't going to necessarily help, right? Like somebody kind of made the analogy for me, like, okay, if I do heroin, I know this is kind of extreme, but if I do heroin, right, and I take a break from it, but I just started up again, like what use was that break, right? I'm still on heroin, right? And it's kind of the same thing with social media, like, okay, you're taking this break, but you're going to end up relapsing, you're going to end up getting back on it. So my advice would be to just learn how to uh, deal with social media in a healthy way, right? So that means, you know, uh, maybe cutting down the amount of usage you are. Also, like making sure that you're only following people who are bringing positivity to your life um, and bringing positive vibes. Because like, I think sometimes the reason why people feel like they got to take a break from social media is because they're constantly seeing things that are either negative or things that are reminding them of like the place in their life that they're not in, right? Like for me, like for instance, if I'm single, I might see a lot of couples that might make me feel bad because I'm like, damn, everybody's getting married or have boyfriends and I'm not you know and then that can make you feel bad about yourself or you're like in a certain career and you see other people what seems like they're doing better than you so that makes you feel a type of way um so I think if you're a person sensitive and you're not in where you need to be you need to like really um monitor like the amount of social media in which you are using um for me I get on social media like you know pretty much every day and Twitter for sure is a place where like I do just follow things that um add to my life. I mean, of course I see some disturbing things filter onto my timeline. That's just like inevitable, but like overall I try to make my social media things that I want to see. Like even the people on my Instagram, those are things that I don't mind seeing. And I try to um not allow certain things into my space that would make me question or feel away. So I think that's my advice. I think taking the social media break isn't necessarily always helpful. It's more so like managing it. Like, okay, I'm not going to spend this much time on it. Or maybe even saying I'm only going to use this social media platform. Or um, really having a purpose for why you're using it. Um, Because you end up taking a break, you get back on, and it's still like the cycle of it. Like you didn't really achieve anything. You didn't really achieve a goal by taking that break. Um, unless like you really feel like social media is really detrimental to your health, then maybe getting rid of it altogether. Maybe a break isn't what you should be thinking about. It should be like, I should just be deleting and deactivating 
these platforms. So guys, that was my segment, Matters of the Heart, and we're going to just jump right back into our Twitter talk. So yes, Miss Hart giving her good advice, per usual. Trying, trying. Gotta take some of my own. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's easier said than done. It is. Um, But yeah, I think Twitter is like, I feel like Instagram is more influential for branding and just promoting stuff right like a business if if like more business wise i will go to instagram but for twitter it's for like creating like creating a brand for myself i will use instagram for marketing and twitter for creating a brand for myself because i feel like everybody's on there looking for something to either laugh at or you know be inspired by or mm-hmm. even the fashions like oh that's cute i see some girl on twitter wear it let me see where she get it so and i see a lot of people creating stuff and just like retweeting it and i feel like that's how a lot of people are putting themselves out there especially right. on black twitter if if it makes it on black twitter it's, it's going to take it the next it. yeah yeah i agree and i just feel like people on twitter are real supportive mm-hmm. like they're real quick to like Try to help retweet somebody's stuff to, like, get their business out there or whatever. I don't know. I just think Twitter is just, like, all around the most supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Instagram, I feel like, is always, like, somebody tearing somebody down or, you know what I mean? It's, like, way more competition. Whereas Twitter is, like, yeah, we both are doing the same thing, but we both can, like, support each other and both thrive shit so i've been seeing like new nail artist makeup and okay. food and i'm just like okay i want to retweet this yes the food on t- <coughs> excuse me oh, cut the holy ghost again i feel Yo. like the food on twitter is it be looking so good is it, like where are you located and they be like oh i'm here in Louisiana. yeah i be like brunch come to fucking philadelphia yes it be like good ass chicken strips with a big side of mac and cheese and they be talking about oh that's fast food for us I'll be like... That's true, because when I was in New Orleans, we went to, like, their corner store, and me and Dee, like, their, like, their gas station, they was serving, like, barbecue ribs, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, like, at the gas station. Like, our gas station, we getting a hot dog. And, okay. Like, whatever. Their gas station, we got a whole fucking platter, and it was, like, $10 with a drink, and I was like, this is why I love NOLA. Yes. Like, this is really my city, like... Literally, and that's why I be appreciating Twitter because it really be putting me onto some new stuff. Yeah. So if you travel, then you take your little Twitter notes, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's one thing about Twitter; it be getting me so hyped to travel. I be seeing people on like these romantic uh, getaways in Indonesia. I be oh, like, Indonesia's beautiful from the pictures I've seen. Okay, but and shout out to like, them. They're yeah. currently going through. Um, their like rainforest is burning down. Is it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, like, even, like, this one girl, she had retweeted a whole thread of, like, how she travels solo. Like, there's so many helpful things on Twitter. Because I've actually been thinking about doing a trip by myself. Mm -hmm. But, um, because I just feel like, you know, sometimes your friends, they have, like, you know, a lot of things going on in Mm -hmm. their lives. So, they might not be able to go the same time you want or maybe even afford it. So you know, traveling if you really want to go somewhere. And, like, this girl had, like, a whole guidebook. And if I do it, I'm going to probably start with some place in the U.S. Mm-hmm. before I try to go, like, far out the country or something. Mm-hmm. But I I do want to give it a try. Because my one friend, he went to Mexico by himself. He said he had a good time. My aunt did that one time. Did she have fun? She had a good time. But my grandma was really mad at her. 
Because it's scary because when you mm-hmm. go to these other places, like, we don't know, like, what's going on. Right. People really target women, especially who are alone. Mm-hmm. But the one girl with the threat, she's been, like, to all these different countries. Like, you know what I mean? She's been over to, like, London. She's mm-hmm. been to, like, all these different places. Some countries in Africa she's been to. And she's just, like, you know, I've done it by myself. But I really map it out. Mm-hmm. She lets people know where she is. Even my one coworker, she went to, I think, Brazil. Mm. by herself and she did it for a whole month and she met like lots of people yeah you also gotta be somewhat outgoing i feel like you have to be willing to break out of your shell and talk to people you don't know because that's what kind of makes a solo trip like you Mm -hmm. meeting people on the way i think and i think i don't know for me i feel like when i'm in philly if i talk to somebody i'm like why does weirdo talking to me like i feel like like yeah they're like more genuine like i feel like in cities like especially our city everyone's like kind of close-minded in a sense they like mm-hmm. i don't want to be bothered so i kind of get that standoffish feel but like when i go other places like people are so nice and welcoming they're like oh try this go here we can meet up later yeah i don't get the same vibe from our city so like i think twitter is just really encouraging encourages you to like do other stuff yeah i don't know i just i really think with twitter Yes, Twitter gets thumbs up. To, like when I wake up in the morning, I go to Twitter first. It's how I get my news. Yeah. It's how it make it makes my day. Uh-huh. Um, it's where I get my porn. Yeah. Oh my like, god. All I of that like, stuff. Pages on there, and that's one app I cannot open when I'm like at work or if I'm on a public transportation okay. or if I'm around people. I just gotta wait till I'm in the privacy of my room to really look at that shit or around close friends. Cause it's like always somebody throwing their ass back when I did. And I'll be like, sis, it's fucking. I'm in 12. church. <laughs> Please. Once upon a time, I did open my phone and one of my students was behind. She's like, miss. I'm like, oh my God, that was Twitter. I'm so sorry. I don't like, stay out of grown folks' business. Real shit. Like, like cause. There'll be some good videos on there. I'll be like, and I'll be steadily liking them. People can clearly see heart catcher like. Yep. And that's the only thing I don't like. I don't want people to see what I'm liking. Yeah, my, especially when I'm liking my porn. Zorian Black likes. The girl throws that ass on the dick. Okay. Zorian Black likes. Come uh, buster. Why? Why are you telling people my business? Like. Zorian Black. Girl on girl. Like, <laughs> that's nobody's business. That's what I'm going to look at at 12 a.m. Zorian Black like 69 position. Like that's what I'm going like shit. Why is y'all wow. telling my business? They like, really do it. It tells you like the pages coming from. Yes. But that's what time know. I did it. Like oh, Dorian Black at one p.m. when she should be at work. <laughs> like, like damn, Twitter. Like yeah. can we work on it? Yeah, I don't know because before it didn't do that. Right. That's like a recent thing within like the last like what two years. Mm-hmm. The whole showing people that like this is what somebody retweeted. Like you go. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. You can always see what somebody retweeted, but the liking was always more private. Yeah, it's like I couldn't know what you liked unless I went through them. Now it's like, like, ladies, if you feel like your man is being sneaky, go through his likes. Oh. I've caught plenty of dudes like my one of my exes because mm-hmm. he was like really big on Twitter, and I'm like, okay, Dog face. Mm-hmm. So I'm cracking up. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with shit. Like, yeah, yeah, girl. Um, and I found all these pictures. It was him liking these girls, commenting. I'm like, really? I I was through. Yeah, my through doing stuff like that too. Like just liking a lot of women. And I guess like you can't get mad at somebody liking stuff, but it just makes me feel like 
you're doing it's a lot different. of it. Yeah. And like it's kinda like rubbing me away. Yeah. Like, but why are you liking so many bitches though? I think for me why I got so like uptight was because it was like the same person. Like that's the only thing that really kinda irritated me. I'm like, oh, why do you Yeah, it'd be different if it was one girl than another girl, but it was like the same person. Oh, okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm sick of your ass. I'm sick of your shit. But yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about Twitter. That and I don't like it switches my nighttime mood. Like in the daytime, mm-hmm. it'll turn it like to the white pages and stuff. I don't like that. I like mine's black. Like that's how I prefer. Oh, mine's is like you mean night mode? Yeah. Yeah, mine's is day mode. I just I don't know. I don't like that. I feel like that's giving me away. So if some shit do pop up on Twitter. It's all bright. Like, I like to keep it dark. Oh, uh, you know what? Now that you say that, I might try to uh, take mine down then. Yeah, I'll try to tone it down a little bit. Like, be more discreet, incognito. But yeah, I love me some good old Twitter porn. I was just watching some earlier. Okay. Twitter porn is like great A. I feel like it's it the really perfect is. clip. Like, be you like get two right minutes to the long, good stuff. Yes. Right to the good stuff. Like, like, it was just one, this girl was like throwing a bit. On her dude or whatever. I was like, yes, sis. Yes. And it don't be that scripted nonsense. It be some good old home movies. We're going to prop this camera phone up and get some, some good angles. Like, right. that's what I appreciate about Twitter porn. It be going off, literally. Screaming. Don't mind us, guys. Yes. We're just having a little moment over yeah, here. Okay, we're having some technical difficulties. <laughs> Yo. And I cannot because it's got me hollering. <laughs> we were trying to stay composed in that damn noise. Yes, like, what? Damn paparazzi is in here. Shut up! <laughs> Why is this happening? I'm screaming. Yes. But yes. yeah, guys, y'all got to do... Um, some Twitter porn. Mm-hmm. Um, look into that. It's really a one. I follow. What do I follow? I think it's called Big Booty, and then mm. uh, Throw It Back is another one I follow. Okay, those are two really good ones. I'm trying to think. I follow this one porn star, and she's actually friends with Summer Walker. I seen that earlier. Oh, think really? Cool. Yeah. Um, her name is Mia Mercy. She's got this really long. T- you know how Cardi B got that long tongue? Some, oh, she got a long. Yeah, tongue. she got one of those. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, I'm like, that's the good. Summer Walker sense. be looking really rough to me. Okay, now see, I wasn't going to go there, but since the conversation came up, <laughs> I love Summer Walker. I do too. But I think you know, I think that's her style. She looks a little gutty to me. I think that's her style. Can it be a little bit better? Yes. Yeah, because when I look at her, she, no offense, looks very dirty to me. Do you think it's the tattoos? I think, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just like the whole image together. Like, you know, you got, it's something dirty about the way she looks. I can't Mm. quite pinpoint it. Because I've seen people with like decent looking face tattoos Mm -hmm. and... I don't know. It, or maybe it could be also the fact that like her voice just doesn't sound like it goes to how she looks. Really? Because when I first heard Summer Walker, before I knew what she looked like, I didn't imagine her to look like that. Okay. So I feel like also her voice isn't matching like how I felt. But I do think in general, even if you haven't heard her voice, like she does 
And a lot of people have, I've seen, like, a lot of people on Twitter talking about, like, she looked like she drank pickle juice and she Ooh, looked dirty. What's wrong with pickle juice? Nothing, but, you know, that just sounds like a drink that somebody dirty would probably drink if they just in their house just tell her, like, I mean, Doria, like, ah. I like pickle juice, like, uh, I don't um, drink pickle juice, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. She just looking, and maybe it's the piercings or something. Okay. Because she's looking a little gutted to me. And I feel like she definitely is not an ugly girl if mm-hmm. she were to, like, tidy up in a little couple areas you know what i think it is i think it's how she carries herself sometimes like how she be looking yeah her wig always hanging all halfway off her head yeah and like her eyelashes is always falling off like i know we be having our moments but sis be having more than one moment um and i just i think she needs a stylist Oh, she doesn't have one. I don't think she has one because if they do, they need to be fired. Because, like, how she be looking, it, like, it don't be matching. And I know she's unique and she has her own style. Like, she even said it herself, like, she's a loner. She's been, like, a weirdo. She has, like, her own style. Right. And I get that, but sis definitely do be looking a little rough. That's still my girl, but. And shout out to her. Her album is dropping October 4th, okay? Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Okay, I'm going to be in my bag. I'm still looking into Girls Need Love. I need something new. I need some new hits. I like her new single, uh, Playing Games. And that's another thing. I not tweeted this the other day. I feel like her songs are so short. That's what somebody else was saying. And she said, well, after this album, y'all shouldn't be saying that. So, we're going to see. Yes, I feel like her songs be so short. And you got to keep them on repeat. But I guess that's how she's doing her streams. So maybe it's like a marketing thing, but and I feel like her music is good to keep, yeah. you know, on repeat. So it is. I'm not even mad at this. I'm not, but this is Summer Walker. Shout out to her and her yeah. album Over It that's dropping October fourth. Yes, and that's literally this week, right yes. around the corner. Okay, um, but yeah, we're gonna take it into my segment. Talk is the big daddy. Yes. It's the good sis Dorian Black, aka Big Daddy, and this is talking about Big Daddy. And first thing I want to talk about is adulting. So at 24, adulting is making me grow a lot faster than what I expected. It's forcing me to shift and move and have certain conversations that I don't want to do but are necessary. And, you know, even though it's been really super duper hard, I can say that it's definitely given me an appreciation on certain values such as honesty, trust, being kind, being loving, being vulnerable, and being understanding to who I am and growing to be as well as others around me and, you know, how they feel and the changes they may be going through as well. So, those are some of my thoughts on adulting. You know, I got to keep you guys hip on the latest music I've been listening to. I did listen to the baby's latest album, Kirk. His first album, I should say. Um, this album seems like it was a dedication to his late father who passed. Um, I found that out on the on the album. Um, one thing I can say about this album, I definitely was feeling that country trap vibe that it was given i think it was a good amount of tracks on it and i liked a few of the songs that the that he had one that's two that stood out to me was iphone with the good sis Nicki minaj of course as well as toes with little baby and money bag yeah can you imagine the baby little baby and an actual baby in a room like if you called him who's going to answer no 
just some food for thought but yes i also been listening to summer walker singles i was getting me really super duper excited for the album releasing october 4th over it i can't wait <clears throat> squeeze me for you know to listen to her full album i think she's got some hot features coming out she's got a feature with janae which i think is gonna be fire and it's definitely gonna put me in my bag this fall so i can't wait i'm loving the singles playing games is my gem so yeah i can't wait um one thing i have been getting into is reality tv so i don't know if you guys saw the clip of evelyn from basketball wives smacking her pussy yelling and screaming like a crazy lady um it got me in tune so i definitely have been watching and you know what it's exactly the season i think is exactly what the show need you got og who somebody is not afraid to stand up to them and they mean girl mentality and i'm here for it she's standing up for herself and her friends and for Shawnee Ono to be the leader and creator of the show, I definitely think she has some favoritism, which I don't think is appropriate for the show. But however, OG is clocking and checking everybody, which I'm here for. And I did watch uh, the Re King and Quadir Howard, who are two famous YouTubers. And Quadir actually has a podcast, which is really good. Um, but I'll give that more on another episode. But they really pointed out the colorism, the favoritism, and the ageism on this show because they are so mean girls and they are, it's really ugly how they are. But you know what? I'm glad that OG is here and clocking them and I'm just here for it. But yes, these are some of my big daddy's thoughts. We're going to hop right back into our tweets. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was our Twitter feed. I had fun. Yeah. I love Twitter, and it was fun talking about it. It was a good topic. Especially, because, oh, God. No, yeah, I'm just saying because you can't really go wrong with Twitter. Like, And I never really thought about like all the good things that Twitter adds to my life. Yes, okay. It makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. It gives me my news. It gives me my porn. It's like <laughs> it's like everything I need, all of the apps in one. Really, and when I was like in high school and I first made one, I didn't appreciate it as much. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you just talk to yourself. But I think people our age, we just found like how useful it is. Like, yes. And I remember I... Well, I had a Twitter before, and it was like Love Ming Ming, and it was like me and my friends. That was my favorite one, because I used to be like raw and uncut. I used to bust with my my friends. Mm -hmm. But this one's a little more censored, the Dorian Black one. I feel like I'm trying to be a little more, at least professional and neat. But I originally made the Twitter I have now to stalk my ex-boyfriend. Doggies. Mm-hmm. That was a bad joint. I was in a, it was a bad year, okay? But So that was like towards the end of your relationship you made it? No, it was like in between because he kept like he was really into Twitter and I was like, okay, and I had deleted my Twitter. So I'm like, okay, let me get into this. Mm. And I got into it and I saw him liking all the girls. It was a picture of a girl titties and he was commenting and I had to check it. I said, what did, oh, he, no. did you say to him? I'm like, what the f- is this? Like, what is it? And he was like Oh, yeah, like, I'm like, it's offensive to me. Like, you're supposed to be in a relationship, but you key keying under some girl pictures of her titties. titties. Like, come on now. And then, yeah. You got titties right in front of you. Okay, good ones at that. Period. But yeah, and now I'm just here for the memes, the conversation, the trolling. Hopefully you won't have to use it in the future to spy on anybody. I'll probably create another one for that. (laughs) 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 She's crazy. (laughs) 
probably create a um, duplicate account for that, but... Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, we get into very mature and trusting relationships. Of course. Where we don't have to create... These are all jokes, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. You know, I am becoming a mature woman. Uh-huh. I'm changing. Okay. I haven't stalked anybody lately. Lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's lately like today? 20 minutes ago. It's like, no. <laughs> Just, I've been really chill, really far back. I'm not scratching over nobody. Period. Nothing. You're just chilling right now. I'm just chilling. Doesn't it feel good to not stress over somebody? It's really good. I'm really enjoying myself. Um, as for relationship status, I'm still in limbo, but I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with the person I'm dating. Limbo. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. We'll see where You guys don't get go. to be a part of this part of the conversation because y'all had relationships last week. You're about to have an off camera. Yeah. Yes. You know? Um, but yeah, right now I'm chilling. You know, if a relationship happens later on down the line, so we'll be see. It. We'll right. see. But right now, I'm chilling. I'm not stalking. Period. Okay. What about you? Um. So this is about Twitter. This episode. We're <laughs> have you done any uh, Twitter stalking? Um. No. Okay. I haven't. And the person that I hang out with, they don't have a Twitter. They um, lying, and we're gonna find the do, real they Twitter. Do, they do, but I went on it, and the last time he tweeted was like three years ago. He got a burner account. <laughs> I'm gonna find the burner account. Yeah. Jody, we're after you. He has an Instagram, but I don't. I I don't go in, and we don't follow each other on social media. And that was actually That's my good. idea to not follow him. I was like, because he he tried to follow me like three times. I was like, I think it's best that we don't. Not because I'm out here wilding, but just because then I would just be like, oh, what is he doing? And then if I see something, I'm gonna be over here analyzing it, and mm-hmm. I just rather not. Now, do you have a finsta? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. I don't. Okay. Are you looking at me? Isn't yeah. it like a, a like a, a funny Instagram? Yeah, like a a burner account. That sounds. Of course, she knows all this yeah. for the stalking. Okay, I know of uh, Insta stalker. I use that. That too. Yeah, like if you want to look at somebody's story, but you don't want them to see that you watched it, then you go on Insta stalk. So, but now what if their page is private? Because then you can't. So annoying. It's only if their page is open. Uh, Just like if you were to go on like your regular Instagram app, if their page wasn't open, you wouldn't be able to see it. It's the same thing on Insta Stalker. Damn. Listen, tech tech nerds, I'm gonna need you to get with the program. It's about to be 2020. I need to be able to look at somebody's account that's private. Let's get it there. Find that app. Okay, let's create it. I know it's out there. I need it. She's wild. She's wild. I need it. I thought I was bad. Yeah, I took it there. But no, this is a good episode. I enjoyed talking about Twitter. Yes. So, So guys, make sure you follow us on EGAT Pod, Mm -hmm. Mia Hardcatcher, Dorian. And Dorian Black. Yes, all of that good stuff. And like we said, tell us what you want to hear. You know, we hopefully got some guests lined up in the future. So, you guys will get some more, like, fun pop it episodes from us but yeah mm-hmm. let us hear from you yeah. tell us what you feel okay and we will see y'all next week peace peace